This podcast is being recorded on April 12, 2023. It's Hank for Like a Honeybee. This is such an important podcast, I had to put it out without all the usual fixins and intros and all that kind of stuff, because this is a serious topic. The other day, I was listening again to another, and I've been listening to this guy for a long time, a Canadian podcast guy, just for the sake of, I guess, trying to understand what noise is going on. So what what are all the wrong things that are going on out there? And I used to listen to this guy for that reason, and I realized that by doing so and not commenting on it, I'm probably not doing justice to the goal of this podcast, which is just simply to help wherever I can. And just for, for transparency purposes, so you know, Normally on this podcast, you'll get a short, I don't know, minute or 30 second clip that talks about our book that's on Amazon. So that's the only thing that you could argue the guy's pushing on this this podcast. I think it's like six bucks or something. Uh, But but again, that all goes back to our bee farm. But forget all that for a minute. Uh, I just wanted to talk about these things and and maybe this is just my way of doing self-therapy so I can get it out there and get it off my chest and say I tried even though probably 99.9% of people won't follow what I'm saying. So in the past 10 years you may have noticed with interest rates pretty much dropping or at zero you didn't have to be a genius to make money in real estate. You had to have some I guess, courage to take some chances and you had to have access to capital, usually through banks or whatever. But it it, it wasn't like we're dealing with 14 or 18% interest. So when I started in the 80s, you probably know, we've talked about in other podcasts, mortgage rates were anywhere from 8 to 18%. The The majority of people doing podcasts today, because most people my age don't really want to or need to, is that they've been around maybe 10, 15 years and they, and they call themselves experts because they'll say things like, well, since we started, we've helped all these people become millionaires. And there's one podcast in particular, and I hate to center the guy out because I'm sure he's well-meaning. Um, he talks a great deal about that. And I'm going to go through a couple of maybe things to think about before you get involved with these types of programs and these types of what I call the lies about real estate and investing. The first has to do with the whole free seminar business. If you look out, and I get, I even get emails. I think I, I signed just to see what they were like. I get pits for these free emails. Oh, just come on out. It's free. We have limited seating, blah, blah, blah. We're not, you know, you're not allowed. If we go look at properties, you're not allowed to buy any and all this crazy stuff. It's, it's really part of what I call the churn industry. Now, the churn industry really in many parts of, you can, you can see this in the stock market, you can see it in um, real estate particularly. Uh, people buy on the, people make um, commissions on the buy and sell. So the more you buy and sell, or the more you buy, regardless of what happens to that buy or sell, um, they make a commission. So when people invite you to a free seminar, ask yourself, how are they getting paid? Like, what, what is the real purpose of this free seminar? What is the real purpose of, of my wasting my time and going to this place? Am I going to get pitched? And I think back to way back in the 1980s when my wife and I didn't have any money but wanted to go visit Las Vegas. 
and of course we were able to go on one of these scam um, uh, timeshare things we never bought one of course because even then I was only 20 some years old it was pretty obvious it was a stupid thing to do but it, they sent you there for free and you had to sit through some dumb seminar I think for half a day and you got like a weekend in Vegas so we did it just to get the weekend in Vegas and got rid of all the salespeople who kept you know firing away about how wonderful it was to get involved with this scam business so just like that now you see these seminars popping up where people will say well we've helped all these people become millionaires in the past 10 years and you too can become one if you come to one of these seminars and we'll teach you some of the stuff and then you end up getting and, and I am shocked by the ridiculous fees some of these coaches are charging who who don't know anything they've never been through crisis they've had some success some of them some not and they propose that they will help you uh, achieve your goals quickly not possible so beware of the lies at seminars and the lies with this whole coaching coaching business the next part that really was one of the reasons why I was motivated to do this podcast was this one um, a podcaster in Canada spent a great deal of time probably the past uh, I'd say 12 months not so much now talking about how you can make all this cash flow by trading puts and calls on the stock market puts and calls the way to go puts and calls well the only thing you need to know about puts and calls would be that it is almost impossible unless you have some divine intervention to know about puts and calls which to do which to take and they say well you can cover them and this and that and it doesn't take much time and it's very profitable but all of a sudden they've gone away you're not seeing any of these you know classes you can take for 5,000 or whatever it is out there on the internet to become a put and call day trading expert first of all if you think about our honeybee examples as, as far as rules of investing there's no quick in and outs that will make you anything so, so get that right out of your head there's no fast track to anything it's going to take 10 20 years of investing probably 30 maybe 40 before you achieve the goals you have and that's okay that's perfectly okay so be wary because the one real estate expert I'm talking about also was pushing these puts and call businesses or stock hacking to make it sound sexy to people dumb stupid I would never do it if you can do it great go, go for it the fourth lie about real estate is that asset values matter well asset value it depending on how you identify it really doesn't mean anything because it's not making you any income if you're looking at, at cash flow possibilities and you has you also have to look at um, on what basis I continually get these emails of properties for sale apartment buildings that are at like a four cap uh, got one the other day it was under five cap meaning if you paid cash your return would be about four or five percent well today you can get that return on I've talked about it before loaning Justin Trudeau some uh, some money on a Treasury bill now you're gonna pay more taxes because it's interest income but at least you know you're gonna get it back after 30 days or two months or three months you're not it's you're not sure you're gonna get anything back on these asset value ideas 
The apartments are generally pushed in saying, well, geez, if you got rid of half the tenants and you went to market rates, blah, 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 it'd be, it'd be just an amazing. Well, you can't just get rid of tenants, especially in, you know, Ontario where this was pitched to me. And also the, there's a lot of CapEx required. I asked the quality of the building and I was told, well, it's a CD. That means you're going to be spending a lot on things like HVAC, roofs, flooring, bathrooms, all those kinds of things. So, so watch out for the lies when it comes to asset values in real estate. The fifth one, which we're seeing somewhat is farm land syndication. What that means is um, an acre of agricultural land in Ontario in some parts costs anywhere from 15 to probably $40,000. Now, if you take, say, a $20,000 an acre property and you grow corn on it, or the person who rents it from you probably would grow corn on it, the question is, what's the cap rate? So I went on to a site where I think it's a, a Facebook or might have been LinkedIn site where people actually do this business, the people who run the syndicates. And I said, I'm very interested. What's your cap rate? And they couldn't tell me. Well, it depends on where, how much you, you know, what kind of crops you're going to grow, they're going to grow, blah, blah, blah. They didn't want to do transparency. They wanted to talk about the hype in farmland and Bill Gates has bought up all this farm. Well, Bill Gates is buying farmland for like $1,000 an acre, 2000 not spending $20,000 an acre for most of the farmland he's buying. And he's doing what's called land banking. Now, I do a very little bit of that, but... Land banking basically means you buy land instead of putting money in a savings account in a bank. And you don't really care about you're buying it as a land bank to preserve your capital. The final one I talk about a great deal on this podcast, the majority of the people that I listen to for the sake of understanding the dumb things and stupid things and lies that are going on out there, is that they propose to know something you and I don't know. I can guarantee you that we both don't know very much. And if someone's telling you they know a great deal and they're an expert, none of their clients ever lose money, and they do things totally differently, I run. I would never become involved in these types of programs. Um, because frankly, when, uh, when I've been at it for 40 years, most of them were not born when this all started. So they've never been through high interest rates. They've never been through serious recessions. And they continue to buy properties that are highly overpriced. Just the other day I saw in the Globe and Mail there was an article on um, backyard uh, secondary units. Many municipalities are allowing people to put in a secondary unit, and I put this in quotation marks, to help with the housing crisis. And this one example, a person had built a house in the back of their home, it looked quite nice actually, was going to cost, and, and they said the average price was anywhere from four hundred dollars to $600,000, renting out for $5,000 a month, anywhere from three dollars to $5,000 a month. Well, first of all, that's not going to help with the housing crisis, and secondly, that's a dumb, stupid investment. So I, I just, you know, when I read this stuff, I think, what, what are we really doing here? We're, we're causing more of a problem. Um, there, there are so many lies that go on in real estate and investing. You really, I, I mean, I really need to be careful. 
my buzzers are always going off when it comes to some of these pitches I get or emails I get or even looking at properties. So that's my short little emergency podcast on the lies about real estate and investing. There are many more, but let's not leave it on a downstroke. So what I will tell you is that uh, Friday going to look at a property. We put an offer in, got accepted. It's a beautiful 95 acres that we're going to turn back over to Mother Nature. It's um, It was land, lo- sorry, uh, clear-cut logged and um, great purchase price. I'll tell you about it, the, the, all the details once we close because I don't like to talk about those before we close. And on a very long-term basis, it's a land bank. So regardless of what happens someday, it could be used for that, but not by my generation. That's for sure. I'm Hank. Please be careful out there. Don't, you know, just just ask a lot of people before you sign on the dotted line or pay someone for coaching. You know, and ask them really a couple questions. You know, ask them where they were in the 1980s when interest rates were anywhere from 14 to 22%. Where were they in the late 1980s, early 1980s, 1990s when, when things really were bad in real estate? Where were they? Most will tell you they would say they weren't born yet. Um, I would, you know, I would think about that before you jump on and think anybody is an expert today, because certainly none of us are. We're just we're just learning like everybody else. And the margin of error, the probability. Remember, the most important, well, the, all ten of them are important. Rules from the honeybee is that one, survival. Two. What is the probability of anything that you're doing being successful or unsuccessful? And are you prepared for that chance of it not being successful or going to zero? Little bits become big bits. And the one I'm going to bring up today again is how to be assertive, how honeybees deal with wasps in the nest and how that can help us all when it comes to investing. I'm Hank for Invest Like a Honeybee. You have an amazing day. And we'll, oh, by the way, if should anyone ever know the podcast I'm talking about, fire it off to the guy. Maybe we'll do an abate, debate or have a discussion. Nothing against the person personally, but um, we really do need to have a talk. This is Hank. You have an amazing day. Bye-bye.